The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam and top Democrats continue to roll out plans on how to spend more than $4 billion in stimulus money. But as Ben Pavier reports, Republican lawmakers say they're being excluded from discussions on how the federal money should be spent. Normally, all lawmakers can submit their ideas for state spending, but Democrat-controlled committees won't be accepting any proposals ahead of the special session next week. House Minority Leader Todd Gilbert addressed the issue in a call with reporters. You know, it may be that Republicans have a a good idea, uh, if you can believe that. Governor, uh, Mr. Chairman, Madam Speaker, it may be that some of your members have good ideas that you haven't considered. A spokesperson for Delegate Luke Torian, a top Democrat, says it would be impossible to evaluate every lawmaker's proposals in a short session, although Republicans disagree. Governor Northam has already announced plans to spend the money on broadband, cleaner water, and small business grants. Congress passed the stimulus package in March without any GOP votes. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Northam announced plans Tuesday to set aside more than $900 million in stimulus money to replenish the state's unemployment fund. For the last month, advocates and lawmakers have visited schools throughout Virginia as part of the Crumbling Schools Tour. On Tuesday, the group stopped by Petersburg. Alan Rodriguez-Espinoza reports. Stacy Parham is the principal at the Westview Early Childhood Center in Petersburg. As she walks through the hallways of her school, she points to the various signs of decay, like brown spots on the ceiling from when rain leaks through. Some of the rooms we actually have to relocate children. Lawmakers follow her as she counts the cracks on the floors. One, two, three, four. Almost like we experienced an earthquake. Westview is the latest school Virginia officials have toured to see firsthand the urgent need for infrastructure upgrades in the state's poorest districts. We can talk about it all day, but you need to see it. That's Maria Petrie-Martin, Petersburg School Superintendent. She hopes the tour will inspire state lawmakers to address school infrastructure when they meet next month. Alan Rodriguez-Espinosa, VPM News. Governor Ralph Northam announced plans on Monday to use federal funds to improve school ventilation systems, but experts and advocates say they want more flexibility with how that money is spent. Keith Paragon is president of the Coalition of Small and Rural Schools. He says state funds could go to better use since they're not exclusive to pandemic-related needs. We have HVAC already as an approved expense under our current ESSER fund, so that recommendation is duplicative and it is also short-sighted. His organization is also calling on the federal government to push back its deadline for spending pandemic relief funds so schools have more time to determine their budget priorities. The Centers for Disease Control has changed course on its May mask guidance and is now recommending that adults continue wearing masks indoors in some cases, as well as kids in school. The change was sparked by new data about the highly contagious Delta variant that has been shown to infect some vaccinated people. Megan Pauley has details. There have been 213 confirmed COVID cases in Virginia caused by the Delta variant since last December, 
according to the state's Department of Health. That includes 48 infections, and those 19 are younger. During a press briefing Monday, Governor Northam did not mention any plans to reinstate a mask mandate. Instead, he urged those who aren't vaccinated yet to get a shot. Let's look at the statistics on who's ending up in our hospitals and our ICUs and who's unfortunately dying. 97 to 99 percent of these individuals are those that have not been vaccinated. Northam's press secretary said Tuesday they will thoroughly review the new CDC recommendations. Megan Pauley, VPM News. On Monday, Richmond City Council unanimously adopted a declaration calling racism a public health crisis. Richmond is following the lead of state lawmakers and more than 200 other municipalities across the country that have passed similar resolutions, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. Richmond's plan includes the implementation of new laws and policies, partnerships with community organizations, and anti-racism training for city officials and employees. The resolution does not include funding, but officials are hoping it will be a springboard for action and accountability. The Virginia Hospitals and Healthcare Association yesterday requested funding from the American Rescue Plan to expand capacity in private behavioral health facilities. The news comes weeks after more than half of state-run hospitals announced they would halt admissions. Patrick Larson reports. In a letter to lawmakers, VHHA argued that the state is asking private facilities to take on cases that are more complex than they're equipped for, and said they've been unfairly criticized for not doing so. VHHA said they want to help, but are requesting $33 million to increase staffing and renovate facilities. They say the funds could open over 100 new beds. The state behavioral health system, operating at reduced capacity, is also requesting funds, including $12 million earmarked to address the bed shortage over the next four years. Lawmakers are meeting in Richmond next week to decide where the rescue plan funding will be spent. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Richmond City Council approved details for a proposed casino on Monday, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. If approved by voters in November, Urban One will be allowed to build a new luxury hotel and casino along I-95 in Richmond. City officials touted that the project will create over 1,000 new jobs and bring an expected $30 million in annual tax revenue to the area. But some local residents are skeptical about the project. A survey conducted by advocacy group Richmond for All found 45% of respondents were opposed to the project and another 25% said they were still unsure. If approved, the casino is expected to open by October of 2024. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Tuesday, July 27th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 